Welcome to the Abide Daily Podcast from Ecclesi of the Church in Salt Lake City, a time led by our pastors and others in our church to abide in God through prayer, reflection, and the reading of His Word together. Hi, this is Becca. Thanks for joining us today for the podcast. Before we begin our time of prayer and reading, let's take a moment to pause and be still and aware of God's presence with us. Now let's take a moment and share with the Lord where we're at. What are we thinking? What are we feeling? Just spend time sharing that with Him. Then spend some time in gratitude, just thanking Him for all that He's done, all that He is doing, and all that He will do. Prayer for faith to ask. O God, our refuge and strength, true source of all godliness, graciously hear the devout prayers of your church and grant that those things which we ask faithfully we may obtain effectually through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Father God, thank you for your written word and how you reveal yourself to us through it. Holy Spirit, I ask that you would open my eyes, open my ears, that I may see more of Christ and that you would reveal um, just the areas of our hearts that you would draw near and meet with us, lead us deeper into your kingdom today. Today's reading is Acts chapter 18 and 19, and I will be in chapter 18. After this, Paul left Athens and went to Corinth, and he found a Jew named Aquila, a native of Pontus, recently come from Italy with his wife Priscilla, because Claudius had commanded all the Jews to leave Rome. And he went to see them, and because he was of the same trade, he stayed with them and worked, for they were tent makers by trade. He reasoned in the synagogue every Sabbath and tried to persuade Jews and Greeks. When Silas and Timothy arrived from Macedonia, Paul was occupied with the word testifying to the Jews that the Christ was Jesus. And when they opposed and reviled him, he shook out his garments and said to them, Your blood be on your own heads. I'm innocent. From now on, I will go to the Gentiles. And he left there and went to the house of a man named Titius Justus, a worshiper of God. His house was next to the synagogue. Crispus, the ruler of the synagogue, believed in the Lord together with his entire household. And many of the Corinthians 
hearing Paul, believed and were baptized. And the Lord said to Paul one night in a vision, Do not be afraid, but go on speaking and do not be silent. For I am with you, and no one will attack you to harm you. For I have many in this city who are my people. And so he stayed a year and six months, teaching the word of God among them. But when Galileo was proconsular of Achaia, the Jews made a united attack on Paul and brought him before the tribunal, saying, This man is persuading people to worship God contrary to the law. But when Paul was about to open his mouth, Galileo said to the Jews, If it were a matter of wrongdoing or vicious crime, O Jews, I would have reason to accept your complaint. But since it's a matter of questions about words and names and your own law, see to it yourselves. I refuse to be judge of these things. And he drove them from the tribunal, and they seized Sosthenes, the rulers of the synagogue, and beat him in front of the tribunal. But Galea paid no attention to any of this. After this, Paul stayed many days longer and then took leave of the brothers and set sail for Syria, and with him Priscilla and Aquila. At Sincrea he had cut his hair, for he was under a vow. And they came to Ephesus, and he left them there. But he himself went into the synagogue and reasoned with the Jews. When they asked him to stay for a longer period, he declined. But on taking leave of them, he said, I will return to you if God wills. And he set sail from Ephesus. When he had landed in Caesarea, he went up and greeted the church, and then went down to Antioch. After spending some time there, he departed and went from one place to the next throughout the region of Galatia and Phrygia, strengthening all the disciples. Now a Jew named Apollos, a native of Alexandria, came to Ephesus. He was an eloquent man, competent in the scriptures. He had been instructed in the way of the Lord, and being fervent in spirit, he spoke and taught accurately the things concerning Jesus, though he knew only the baptism of John. He began to speak boldly in the synagogue, but when Priscilla and Aquila heard him, they took him aside and explained to him the way of God more accurately. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I really love this snapshot that we see of this man, Aquila, and his wife, Priscilla. So apparently they've been displaced from their home in Italy, and they run into Paul, and then they travel with him on his missionary journey and end up in Ephesus, and then are used in Ephesus at the church there, um, in this one instance, to teach Apollos, who had only heard of the baptism of John. And so they were able to instruct him more accurately. And I just did like a really quick search on my Bible app, where else we see um, Priscilla and Aquila. And in Romans and 1 Corinthians and in Timothy, Paul specifically greets them or tells the church with the letter to greet them and the church that's meeting in their house. So I think it's just so awesome that there's this small snapshot of these other followers of Jesus who learn from Paul or spend some time with him at least and then are used mightily in the local church. And I think what stands out to me the most is just how we are introduced to them in Acts 18. So yeah, I think knowing that they're coming out of some bad situation where they've been displaced from their home, um, 
yet the Lord uses that long-term for his kingdom work. So that's just really encouraging to me and a good reminder of whatever circumstances may be happening that seem untimely, seem um, displacing, just that encouragement to know that anywhere on our journey and wherever he has us, like he has a purpose behind it. And for Priscilla and Aquila, their purpose was meant to run into Paul so that they then ended up in Ephesus to have this really awesome role in the kingdom of God. So my encouragement to us today is consider what circumstances may be frustrating, a struggle, confusing at the time, and be encouraged that the Lord's purposes will remain for our good. Take some time to consider any circumstances that seem frustrating or confusing at the time and be encouraged and reminded that God's purposes for us and for his kingdom are at work.
Heavenly Father, I thank you that we know you to be unchangeable. God, that your attributes and your purposes are sure and steady and we can bank on them. But God, in the midst of change or in the midst of changing circumstances, God, may we find comfort in remembering that your purposes never change. Give us the faith to believe that and the hope to see what you are doing is for our good. Through our lives and by our prayers, may your kingdom come.